0: Hey gang, that's Holly, and that's Brooke, and this is the Macabre Cast. Angry addiction.
1: <laughs> we were again. Why do we keep arguing before <laughs> for recording?
0: We were lightly arguing about who's the most on task.
1: <laughs> it's obviously Holly, but I've I feel mean, really like Holly oh, doesn't no, give me Oh no, If credit. you
2: mean, I thought we meant like who in general is on task, not for the podcast.
0: Oh, for the podcast. For yeah. the
2: podcast, I'm not on task at all. Yeah. Because I'm the person with the least skin in this game by far.
1: (laughs) You have the least tasks.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I I get to sit around, get high, and play video games while you guys talk to me about interesting shit. You have
0: the least tasks to be on. Your (laughs) job (laughs) is fun.
2: (laughs) No, my job is nice, which is why I always thought it was funny at the beginning when you guys were like, obviously there's the like, you guys don't pay me, but I don't want you guys to pay me. But like the beginning, when you guys would always be like, "Oh, thank you so much for recording. Oh, I, I, I hope you don't mind.
1: I hope it's." And we also like, know how to edit though without you now, so. <laughs> I know,
2: but like in the beginning, when you guys were always so small about yeah, it, yeah, I'm just true. now I'm just like, okay, good.
1: Yeah, now we expect it. <laughs> it's because I call you a bitch non derogatory. Yeah. Loving now, right. not that I would have derogatory. It's because we're before. close like that now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to just start
0: talking. Well, we have to welcome everyone to the very important episode number 25. Oh, that's, that's true. That's a
2: quarter of a hundred, guys.
1: 25! Yeah. Our age! That's yeah. true. It
0: We're
1: is, all 25. All of us.
0: Yeah. Episode 25. The you know what's better than 20, 24? 25. 25. Billion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brooke...
1: Well, last week, you know, we wouldn't know if there's any corrections because that's true. We was, haven't had it yet. It has been like forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. So,
2: <laughs> I just want to say that last week I thought Holly made a lot of mistakes. I was gonna say so many things, but then I couldn't. But now I can because so it's rude. been thirty minutes. So I also rude. love
1: how Nikon again derailing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nikon is the most off-task award. <laughs> well, this given. is
2: this is my job. <laughs>
1: Yeah, your job is literally to be, like, making comments. Yeah, but anyways. <laughs> so, you know, I have a lot of sources. Not as many as you, but mine are all, like, weird. And I honestly didn't, like, ha- have the mental capacity to read some of them. I Because mean, they were, same. like, about radioactive isotopes. Oh, my gosh. But I was just why curious. Did, why
0: did we both, like, really delve deeply into STEM? I don't know. I, I texted Brooke yesterday while we were doing research, and I was, like... I was brain dead at that point. And I texted her and I said, I didn't sign up to be a woman in STEM. And honestly.
1: <laughs> honestly, I did not. I Like, we are both you know, lit majors at heart. Like, we truly are. Yeah. And it, it, it shines through through the uh, perseverance with which we read these yeah. articles. Because we really... I was on PubMed Yeah, we... reading, like, scholarly articles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, I, nobody asked. We do a lot <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> wow, that was that got sad. So, delving a little bit into science as well. Mm-hmm. I, as I hinted at last week, will be mm-hmm. discussing the Lir-Sijkhaus, I think is how it's pronounced, in Norwegian.
0: How is it spelled?
1: Um... The first word? Yeah. L-I-E-R. Oh, okay. I I listened to them say it. I just, I don't know if I'm doing it with my mouth correctly. Mm. It's
0: hard sometimes. Yes. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: It's hard sometimes.
2: I'm not going to lie. I thought it was French the first time I heard it. Just because I was like, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh Just, I oh see God, what you mean. I, I oh, did no. not get that
2: either this time. That
0: was that, yeah. was, that was violent.
2: Crime. I mean I think French is a language that should be spoken violently, you know, all that's true. Spitting half the time. Oh
1: God. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Jesus Christ. Nikon in the accents today. I, I wanna to be clear,
2: I don't speak French.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone
1: I, thought you. Yeah, did. it was very clear.
0: <laughs> Lovingly. Did you
2: a poisson, s'il vous plaît?
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> did better than i would that's one that i can't fake at all i can
2: well i feel like you can do a lot of those like specific sounds that french mm. gets you know
1: yeah it's your little turtle tongue it's my little turtle tongue um so i actually located this by just i i like to just do it uh every couple days Just Mm. hop on allthatsinteresting.com and just take a peek. Oh, I should do that. What's going on in the world? Yeah. Um, And I actually, like, got rerouted to some other thing that was, like, just, like, top ten, one of those, like, top ten lists Mm -hmm. on some random fucking website. I don't know. A listicle. Yeah. Um, It was actually lifeinnorway.net. Oh. And it was, like, haunted places in Norway. And I wouldn't necessarily say that this place is haunted because I didn't actually find any, like, specific well-known stories of, like, oh, you know how, like, normally there's, like, Mrs. Greenfield from this place who...
0: Who heard this, this, and this. Died
1: when she gave birth or something, you know, something like that. Mm Mm-hmm in the room or mm-hmm. was
2: quoted on their deathbed yeah stuff like that, that damn you know? house. yeah
1: i didn't find anything like that but people say that there's like a a strong presence felt there okay but i feel like that probably has more to do with just like bad vibes
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you said it's a what a
1: psych house is that what it's called well that's in norwegian oh, okay Thank you for reminding me that I didn't translate it for anyone because we started getting distracted with accents. Cuz you asked welcome. me how to pronounce how to spell it. Oh, yes. Um more easily said just leer asylum or oh, okay. hospital.
0: Okay. So, I mean it would make sense for there yeah. to be
1: some bad vibes going bad on. Bad vibes, you know. Um wow. Just a fair warning for everyone listening at how easily this episode's going to just go down into the sewer as far as derailing (laughs) because we're struggling today um but I found it on this weird list and I was just like this is really a really fascinating story and I found this like really amazing article nice and just like from that one article I wanted to talk about this place I just thought it was really fascinating I love when there's like that that good
0: source yeah the good one it makes me so excited yeah it was
1: it was actually a norwegian website so i had to like do the chrome translate on it which like works really well actually there's Mm -hmm. just you can tell in some parts where Mm -hmm. it's like that's weird like it sounds weird yeah Mm -hmm.
0: it's where people write in ways that aren't like technically grammatically correct but are like correct in the language Mm -hmm. that google translate has
1: such a hard time with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly So,
2: uh, or with just idioms in general.
1: Also, it's yeah, and it's English, like, doesn't have any fucking rules that make sense. That's true. So, it's probably very hard to translate where a lot of other languages are pretty concrete. Yeah. (laughs) Into a a system that has no fucking rules. Yeah.
0: That, like, (laughs) stole rules from everyone and mashed them together.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. English is a weird language. So I dabbled a little bit on also the Norwegian wiki page, Ooh, okay, which also had to be translated, which was way funnier.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't realize there was a Norwegian wiki Well, it was page. in
1: Norwegian. Oh, okay. Like, the whole article. Like, I oh, couldn't read any of it. I got you. Interesting. So, like, there are things, there's, you know, Wikipedia in all these languages yeah. and there's just topics out there that we have to open on Chrome and translate. (laughs) Um, The amazing article that I read was called Hole in Lear's Head by, I believe it's pronounced Layla Nguyen. Hmm. Um, And it is on the NRK website which NRK is like I would describe it as I think I think I have like the American version of what that would be called somewhere in my notes later. Norway's like government owned public broadcasting company. Oh, okay. oh okay.
2: like PBS.
1: Yes. I don't know why it took me so long to find that, but that's what it is. Nice. Um is a great, great article. Um highly recommend people taking a peek at it. Although I don't know how you would like locate it, because it's like norwegian website (laughs) unless Mm. i just gave you the link
0: (laughs) which if you do want the link for it let us know send us us an email or ask if
1: enough of you ask for it i'll just post it on the instagram um i I keep
0: forgetting that like we can offer links to things through email Mm -hmm. that should be
1: something we mention
2: And if you want to email us, email us at themacabrecastpod at gmail.com.
1: Oh, man. Thank you, Nikon. Uh, Other articles I read for this research were um, one titled Research Ethics Aspects of Experimentation with LSD on Human Subjects, a Historical and Ethical Review by, I believe it's pronounced, Christoph? And Kakuk Peter, PhDs, both of them, icons. Okay. There's also an article called When Faces Made the Case for Lobotomy by Carla Garnett. And then, whether ionizing radiation is a risk... Factor for schizophrenia spectrum disorders by oh. Loganofsky <laughs> at all. I'm very on
0: PubMed. <laughs> very interested in what you're gonna be talking about based on these re- like sources. Only
1: though those these last sources mostly were me just like making sure I knew what this was before I mentioned that they performed these procedures at the hospital. Okay. I just wanted to not be like, what the fuck is going on? I basically just briefly looked yeah. at them because I don't. Know, science I don't know things. i don't know um and the last one was i was on the mental health america like dot org mm, <laughs> website nice. um learning about etc which is uh, electro um shock therapy essentially okay um just because i was like i actually don't know how this works yeah <laughs> i don't know a lot about it um and i'm not really gonna saying. go into it to be honest because i don't i don't really think um, we should know. <laughs> yeah. It's very disturbing, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Um. So, or yeah. maybe we should do another episode about, uh,
1: like... Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't want to get too into it, because I knew yeah. I would get too into it. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, and and I mean, sure. yeah, there are a lot of things in the U.S. with electroshock
0: therapy that
2: yeah.
0: we could talk I mean, about. So
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We can table it for another May episode. Actually,
1: right here on, on the record, I'm claiming the... Uh, Whatever that company was that did it to gay people. Oh, uh, I forget their name, but yes. Boy Erased, essentially. Mm -hmm. Okay, so shall we get started? Yes, I'm ready. The year is 1921. Mm. We're on Foss Farm Mm
3: -hmm.
1: in Lyr, Norway. It's a small rural town with lots of farms, secluded spaces, Uh, Foss Farm itself is overwhelmed with their provided workers.
0: What does provided workers mean? We'll get there.
1: Okay. (laughs) As they are not really properly equipped to house, feed, and enforce labor from those deemed, quote, insane by the public. Okay. Yes, Foss Farm was what at the time was... I would say, a rudimentary asylum for the mentally ill. Okay. And it, it quite literally was just a farm that these people owned in a rural area where before asylums were really a thing <laughs> or yeah. before it was implemented in this area, they were just putting people there because there was nowhere else that could accommodate them. So it was essentially like... People without medical training
0: just being like, hey, stay on our farm and work for us. hmm Okay.
1: But, like, I don't know whether or not they were, like, allowed to leave.
0: Forcefully stay on our farm and work for us. Yeah. Okay.
1: Sort of. Like a camp.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: And then these people would all be, like, neurodivergent-seeming? Uh, or schizophrenic. Okay
1: they could be neurodivergent on any form of the spectrum um mm-hmm. autistic it could, it could also be, be having be like a psychotic break a psychotic of break, yeah. psychos- psychosis we'll get into obviously more of that later okay but uh, um but it it, it, yeah. it i would also say there could have been gay people there
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah depending on how you classify like a psychosis i don't i don't
1: yeah. I, genuinely I honestly don't know enough about like Norway's history with that type of stuff to know like exactly who would
0: have classified.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I for me I was just like uh making sure I was following correctly. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was just I would say like obviously the actual asylum and hospital, they do talk a lot, like most mostly about like schizophrenia and other like psychosis situations. Mm-hmm. Um and it doesn't seem to me, at least, like there's like gay people there that were just like put there because they thought that they had a disorder. It didn't seem like that. Yeah. But on these farms, I, I believe that was that's yeah. possible. I just yeah. don't. I don't know enough about the social climate, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, you know, but yeah, it's no, it's no fun. Um, yeah. I basically uh, in my notes here, I just wrote like historical context people didn't really understand psychology or, like, what to do with people. Or, like,
0: disorders of any sort. Yeah. yeah. Not,
1: like, this to this level yet. I wanted also at this point to extend a heavy trigger warning for, like, just discussion of mental illness and abuse around that Mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. Also, just, like, general hospital-related talk. As someone who generally fears the doctor, I get it catch you next week (laughs) yeah um and then i also wrote like this could be people who just have learning disabilities this could be queerful this could just be old people with end of life related
0: like dementia dementia. yeah Yeah,
1: things like that and and i know i know that that a lot of those type of patients did end up at the asylum as well um but like later and when it was less spicy (laughs) um so during this time period They were often isolated from the general public Mm -hmm. on farms, and often it would be argued that it was, like, a safety precaution for the public. Yeah. Which, like, you know, Joe maybe got a little wild in one time when he was really pissed off. Yeah. I work at a dental office that sees a lot of children with, like, autism who... Like we'll go hog wild sometime. I don't think that means you should like put them on a farm <laughs> and isolate them. Yeah. Obviously, this yeah. is very obviously like these. You know, like, it's yeah. almost like yeah.
2: socialization. It's helps.
1: Like it's almost yeah. yeah. It's I'm just saying that like it's yeah. very normal for people to have emotions.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> you, know, you know, crazy. It's all, all I'm
1: saying is like people flip out sometimes. Doesn't mean you need to lock them up.
0: Mm. No. The only issue is if you're harming yourself or others, and in that case, like you should be
1: Yeah, you just should don't be know.
0: like given, given care as if you're a human being.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Essentially, they were like given small jobs on farms a lot just because it was like a safe place for them to, quote unquote, "safe place for them to be. Um, and actually, of course, the first thing I think of is of mice and men.
0: I've ever never actually read that one. But you know oh. what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. I do. Yeah, yeah.
1: everybody knows yeah. that story, like generally.
0: Maybe you should just do a brief explanation for people who don't, because I actually didn't know anything about that story until you told me
1: about it. I don't. I it's been ages, so I don't have like a very good. I mean. Context to go off of right now. There's
2: two guys. It's that,
1: essentially they're yep. brothers, right? Just friends, I Are think. they? I, th- I don't know, but th- there's two guys, and basically, like one of them, it has like some sort of learning, learning disability, both. yeah. Um, and is I would say like borderline nonverbal. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Lenny can like communicate, but it's not like to the level, um, like of someone like that his age would be. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's not like age-appropriate communication. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 He definitely um,
2: communicates like a child. Like a small child. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and he's also like large for like
2: yeah he's like a big guy he's
1: like a big dude um and i don't remember exactly like what's happening throughout the whole book or whatever but they're like working at different jobs in like rural towns and they work on a farm and like the famous famous well-known scene obviously is when lenny like is so excited about a puppy that he's like hugging it and loving it so much that he like accidentally kills it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Which was like really common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, I, full disclosure, every time I pet a cute animal, clench my teeth an insane amount. Yeah. I don't know what it is about being human that we just want to crush things that are, that so, are so cute. cute. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I don't know why that's relevant to this, but I just. Well, I mean, it's. Yeah. It just reminds me of that where like. Working on farms and... The Mm -hmm. lack of education that people had, obviously, because of the time and resources. Like, these people were left to...
0: Yeah, they were left in conditions that weren't appropriate for the care that they needed.
1: Nonetheless, they opened a fucking hospital. We're trying to get to the point here. (laughs) Mine's shorter this time, so this is fine. Um, I also wrote a caveat in this part saying that um in the article of the one that I mentioned that was like really amazing it's actually an interview article from two people who were carers at the hospital and one of them was a child of someone like higher up that worked there and so she lived there and grew up when she was a small child there
0: oh that's really interesting yeah
1: um and it's really fascinating they're like both in their 60s 70s when mm-hmm. this article came out um, so it was really fascinating I couldn't get like a date like a specific date from when the article came out but it's been in the 2000s time yeah um, but uh, one of the woman who was the one who grew up there she said that um, one of the comments she made about those farms was that a lot of times it was also like low income families that were, Mm -hmm. like, taking on large groups of people with, like, no assistance really. And they also didn't have the resources to, like, help these people because they weren't doctors, you know. So, anyways, I I just thought that that was, like, interesting to think about. Mm -hmm. Um, But nonetheless, you know, they started to build – a hospital there because it seemed to be a large concentration of these types of like camps quote unquote happening in this area essentially <laughs> it was just a rural town yeah um by 1926 construction was nearly completed and the Lear asylum um later changed to Lear Hospital, due to the negative connotation of the word asylum mm. in yeah. in the forties, they changed it. Um, it opened on February first of that year, nineteen twenty six, Okay. Um, and it welcomed its first eleven patients that day. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in total, over the span of time, span mm-hmm. of its life, there were twelve buildings built there.
3: Wow, oh, some That's of them are fucking
1: yeah. huge too.
2: That's a big. <laughs> Oh, it's like I
1: I, I've in my notes regularly referred to parts of it as like the campus because it's huge. Yeah, I mean twelve
0: buildings. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, it included housing for staff and the owners who lived on the area. Like I said, that the um they like lived there essentially. They worked there. They lived there. There were facilities around. Um, there was a chapel Mm -hmm. that also functioned as a mortuary. Uh, there were several housing and, like, patient care facilities, like the larger buildings. Mm-hmm. There were talk in some of the articles that there were, like, sports courts. Oh. And, like, outdoor activity areas. Uh, that's For cool. some of yeah. the more freedom.
0: Yeah, for, like, people who yeah. didn't necessarily need as much observation. Yeah. essentially,
1: yeah. like, some people were there like, almost more outpatient. Like, kind of, they, you know, kind of came and go, so... Yeah. It it was essentially like a campus of people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There was farmland for crops that they were actually uh, fairly self-sustaining there oh, which hmm. is kind of cool um and then they also provided jobs mm-hmm. for some of the people who again had a little bit more freedom in their day-to-day yeah um as patients they could you know work on the farms in the area so like there was like That's things cool. to do yeah <laughs> activities i guess yeah because like also,
0: like, there is a certain amount of therapy in, like, mm-hmm. working in, with, like, gardening
1: mm-hmm. and, like, oh, yeah. outdoor yeah. type of, you know. Totally. Like, there's... I mean, mm-hmm. they do those things at prisons, too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting comparison. Yeah, that's,
0: that's true. Um, mm-hmm.
1: It was planned to house 600 patients.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. a
1: lot. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: show you some pictures of the building. It's fucking massive. Like, just one of the buildings. It's huge. I just burped into the mic. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was considered, like, one of the more major asylums for, like, Norway as a whole. Yeah, <laughs> it's I a very big country, so... Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it started out with really positive intentions, I think, as most of these things were at the time. I mean, they didn't really... Yeah. Some people were there to be sadists, and that's a separate issue. God, yeah. Oh, um, Nothing specifically in this story that I read, but um, I know that was like really common. <laughs>
0: well, also just generally at that time period, yeah. the like for like the care for mm-hmm. yeah for oh yeah because that, yeah. yeah
3: I'm
1: sure you have heard from my sources. We're gonna talk a little about bit
0: about the Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like no. Like, yeah. however well, in, like,
1: intention doesn't matter when yeah. you're causing harm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, Leotard Asylum, or hospital, has a legacy of inhumane treatment. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, I would say, like, until around the 40s that things really started to take a turn, at least in all the articles that I read. Um, by this time, more doctors were focusing on treatment methods for mentally ill instead of just housing and separation sort of tactics that they had been using in the past. Um, Good thing and a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, again, with the time, this always ends in experimental treatments. Mm -hmm. On people who probably can't consent. Can't or weren't even offered the option to consent. Um, So there's that.
2: And I bet a lot of the treatment is not really based on science.
1: (laughs) True. I mean, if it's
0: experimental, it's, like, yeah. not quite science There's yet, cer- so... Yeah. Well,
2: experimentation is part of science, but Well, yeah, like,
0: but I mean, like, it's not, like, established science. Very early science. clinical yeah. trial.
2: <laughs> no, for sure. But yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is, that, like, it's the difference between, like, building on other things that we know about and are, like, proven yeah. Yeah. and uh, just being, like...
1: Just experiment. Yeah. I, to be honest, I think it was a little bit of both happening here. Mm-hmm. Um... There was a senior physician, and I don't really know how to pronounce this person's name. I tried so hard to find a good, I mean, the first name is just O-D-D, which is just odd. Mm -hmm. But then the last name is, I think, Lingard, but I'm not sure. How's it spelled? It's L-I-N-G-J, and then the A-E, like where it's connected. Oh. And then R-D-E. That seems right. I How do you say? So? Lingered?
2: Yeah, that's what I'd think.
1: Yeah, I wrote Czech pronunciation, and I know I did. I don't know why I didn't write anything down there, but <laughs> oh,
0: I thought you meant Czech as in C Z E C H, no. and I was like, no. oh, okay. If we're doing the Czech no. pronunciation, <laughs> no, then no, no.
1: <laughs> that's really funny that you thought that though. <laughs> um, but basically, this quote-unquote, this doctor said they considered it. A moral duty to assist the pharmaceutical industry in research, essentially that like experimental treatments are a moral duty. Okay. And I was kind of
0: like, oh that, no. To me, no. to me, phrasing it as a moral duty sounds like they are doing it without consent of their patients. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and making an ex- making up an excuse. Yeah. To feel almighty about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, here I just have a little bit of notes about like the types of treatments that they did here okay. and what I could find historically about that. I yeah. couldn't find much specifically about at this hospital what happened. Um, but I could I did find like discussions about like this type of experimentation on the mentally ill. Okay. Uh so they one of their big things, especially in the '40s, where this was really big, was treating um, mental illness with LSD.
0: Oh, okay,
1: yeah. Which I was reading some articles about it, and the the rationale behind it is really fascinating. Oh, okay. It's apparently it's really successful in um, like preventing alcoholism. Oh. Apparently that's, it's like, over time, it's still often tested hmm. for, like, they're still trying to find ways to use it. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, a lot of articles said that the main issue is with, they can't really get rights to test it a lot because it's such a highly controlled drug Yeah. that it's just like hard to even get access to ability to do experiments with
0: it. Yeah.
3: Because I've no, heard,
0: yeah, I've heard stuff about LSD being like... Like, I've heard of different experiments regarding LSD and the, like, way that it interacts with your brain and mm-hmm. how it can be used for stuff like that mm-hmm. in a, like, neuroscience class that I took in yeah, college. I remember that, actually. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, like, don't know very much about it in yeah. the treatment of, like, for, like, psychiatric.
1: Yeah, um... I mean,
2: I've heard of, like... Um, I think I've heard more about, like, psilocybin-type things.
1: okay. But, I
2: mean, they... They're pretty similar in terms of like.
0: What are psilocybin? That's things? Okay, yeah.
2: That that's like the actual name of the type of mushroom. But anyways, um, it's um they're used a lot for like um like for depression it can be very helpful, hmm. and I think also for bipolar disorder.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. I am gonna talk a um, little but, bit about what the LSD was used for, but yeah.
2: Okay, but um, but yeah, I've definitely heard that it's just getting funding to research is so hard. Yeah. And, like, getting the rights for it, basically.
1: I think the fact that it's so highly controlled and it's yeah. considered such a, like, I don't know what the status of the substance is. I, that, think, it's
2: like, st- I think it's still pretty high on the schedules.
1: Yeah, the schedules. Um, <laughs>
2: but, um, God, I was going to, it's not important.
1: Okay. <laughs> but
2: something else. But briefly,
1: I and I found out the word, the LSD, like it, like, the actual, like, acronym Mm -hmm. i never like knew what it was (laughs) yeah before but i found it out and i wrote it down so i have it nice so i'm gonna say it (laughs) because i looked it up it's lysergic acid diethylamide nice and i was like that's cool yeah which i i know obviously like that i just never looked it up before you never knew like the full thing no i was like that's cool because why would
2: you wasn't acid like it was made by some dude in a lab who thought he was like making a
1: yeah. Most things are, yes. Well yes,
2: but I mean like like it's there's nothing natural. Like it's very much man made.
1: I oh. you're
2: but um, the lit
1: major in me is like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well
2: I I am saying things that I'm pretty sure about okay. don't worry. Um but like it's it's completely man made, but it was supposed to be like like medication basically. Like it wasn't necessarily made for recreational uses. Oh the guy who made Meh. it thought it would be like Good for your brain, or something, and yeah. then obviously, oh, went yeah, nuts.
0: I remember, but, yes, I because think I actually he tested some of it on himself, exactly. Yeah, I remember he, learning about
2: this, and then there's like the uh, god, what the guys was, Timothy Leary. He was like, um, I know just so many random things for no reason, but um, it's fetism, yep. It was because he was really big on um, it, was like in the 60s <laughs> when people like the Beatles and shit were doing um, acid and being like, This is trippy, man, this is so good. Um, he was very big on like trying to push it on everybody, and like LSD oh. is the what you should do, and it's good for your brain and all this. Oh, yeah, because okay. there
0: was a narrative at some point of LSD being like having no negative side effects. Yeah, yeah. which is
2: and like the time period
1: that this was brain.
3: happening in. Yeah,
1: yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but basically, it entered it, LSD entered trials of of some form. Um, From, like, around the 50s to the 70s. Oh, okay. um, Which is, of course, around that time that you're talking about. LSD entered trials from the 1950s to the 1970s-ish kind of era, um, which was, like, the height of a lot of the fucked up shit happening here.
3: Yes. Um,
1: But we're in Norway. Hey, it's still fucked up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably just a little bit better. (laughs) Um, but basically, they were trying to find out if it could help treat behavioral and personality changes. Hmm. Um, and also they wanted to see if it could put, like, help people with rem- like remission of psychiatric symptoms in various types of disorders. Okay. So not to like, they were trying to see if it could pinpoint specific symptoms within different types of disorders. Okay, to see if it would like cancel it out. Okay. Of their, like, symptoms list, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, they were, uh, clearly they could tell that it wasn't going to, like, solve the issue as a whole.
0: But they were hoping that it would help with, like, specific things. Mm -hmm.
1: It was mainly used for anxiety, depression, and and psychosomatic diseases, and addiction. Which then was when they discovered that it's really successful, I guess, in helping people stop craving alcoholic. beverages (laughs) beverages <laughs> interesting and alcohol addiction um so i've heard yeah just in
2: addiction in general i've heard yeah.
1: yeah um apparently it was also a there was a point where it was used this was just a little weird thing i saw um as a potential truth serum substance <sighs> in the US Army and in the CIA yes yeah, yeah.
2: that's wild which is crazy I think it's funny as to because it, it they're just like work. here trip
1: balls and like <laughs> it tells the truth
2: it's just like okay so where are they keeping them and they're like those elephants are wild bro and
1: I bring back the same LSD joke that I love every time oh no Jesus is chasing <laughs> me because oh, I know someone who actually thought that
2: <laughs> oh no
1: so good. Aww. Anyways.
2: Not Jesus.
1: Not Jesus. Um. So one of the drugs that they were often administering consensually, non-consensually, we don't who know, knows? was LSD, which means that they were making people essentially, like, trip balls all the time, who, like, also we're dealing with other mental health issues which mm-hmm. sounds very stressful <laughs> yeah maybe
2: even very destabilizing
1: yeah yeah so that's not great
0: um obviously
1: imagine already not
0: being able to really tell like what's reality and what's not and then yeah. be giving given lsd oh my
1: god Can oh yeah i don't <laughs> want to imagine that
2: or like already being able to on uh, un- a being unable to communicate effectively and then being given lsd yeah yeah and being even worse
1: and everything yeah yeah Ah, oh, God, that sounds really hard. I know. They, there were other, uh, like a la- laundry list of like new drug type yeah. things that they were testing experimentally on these patients as well. Um, I don't have a lot of detail, but essentially, it was a guinea pig situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I wrote consent is kind of neither here nor there in this situation. <laughs> Um, lobotomies mm. Hello, welcome mm. <laughs> Hello, welcome we all to know an this ice one. pick to your brain Yes. <laughs> oh, but for the uninitiated Shall we? Yes, just a we little, shall Just a little bit, just a little taste Maybe just, we'll re- revisit this topic at another just time Just tell
0: everyone what a lobotomy is For so, the new folks
1: <laughs> A lobotomy is a procedure in which My mom won't want to listen to this episode I can Stop
0: listening you. if you're squeamish.
1: Yeah. Sorry, mom. If you don't um, like
2: medical procedures, why are you still here?
1: A lobotomy <laughs> is a procedure in which a surgeon disconnects your thalamus from the frontal lobe
3: mm. in yes. your brain. Uh,
1: there are two distinct methods. Holly already mentioned one, um, but the original method actually uh, involved drilling holes into the temples mm-hmm. and then inserting rods with which you would um, maneuver. Yep. Um and then you would you would essentially sort of saw off the connection between the frontal lobe and the thalamus this way. Yeah,
0: you would atten- essentially take rods and just kind of like...
1: Jiggle them around. Jiggle them around
0: inside someone's brain.
1: And I love the fact that they were doing this on people who were awake, like... Yeah. Alive and awake. And they were also like just balls out, blind brain souping it. Yep. Like they weren't even like they there can't wasn't, see yeah. there's no way to see where they what they were doing and nope. they were just like
2: It's just wild to me how they're just sticking two metal rods in someone's head and just fucking around waving them around yeah. until they're like yeah i think your brain's good now.
1: <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> it's quite literally that's a choice. <laughs> It was quite literally that. They were like brain souping for no reason. Yeah. Um, Same with the way that I mentioned. Yeah. So um, (laughs) it's actually much quicker, though. Uh, The secondary method was um, Dr. Walter Freeman's transorbital lobotomy, Mm. or more commonly known as the ice pick lobotomy. Um, featured in lots of TV shows, movies, yeah. books, et cetera, et cetera. The most famous, I believe, would be One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, yeah. which now has a spinoff TV show called Ratched with Sarah Paulson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character, great show. Great show. Character is based on a character from that book, um, and she and the doctor in that movie or the TV show and the book perform
0: them. I didn't know it was that book that it was based off of. I thought it was a different one.
1: I think it is. Oh, okay. Nice. What one were you thinking of? Clockwork Orange?
0: No, for some reason I I had something about it being connected with some serial killer.
2: Wait, what? Lobotomy?
0: Yeah. Uh, Dahmer? No, no, no. Different. Um... I was just confused. Never mind. It, I think I was confused. Are you thinking of In Cold Blood? No, I think for some reason I connected Ratchet with Silence of the Lambs. That's a
1: very strong choice because yeah, you watched that movie for I know. the first time
0: two weeks ago. I know, mm-hmm. but I, I, for, I think for some reason I thought I heard someone say that, and then I just was like, yeah, that must be true because I've never seen Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Okay. But now that I've seen it, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> Have you never read uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's
0: Nest? That's the one by Harper Lee, right?
2: No, that's, no, uh, that's To Kill a Mockingbird. That's To
1: Kill a Mockingbird. No, no,
0: the second one? No.
1: The only
2: What's thing that Harper one? Lee really wrote was.
0: No, well, like she wrote, well, she so. wrote a She wrote a newer one. One Flow Over the
1: Cuckoo's Nest is not by Harper Lee. Well, because
0: Harper Lee wrote a newer one that has something to do with the, with the cuckoo, right?
2: Isn't that also like, bad?
0: Ken Casey wrote, one oh, of- go set a watchman is what I was thinking of. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm talking We're about. We're leaving this all in, by the way. <laughs> That's fine. People can know that I'm kind of an idiot. It's- I feel like I sound like a
1: dumbass all the time, so it's your we- turn.
0: <laughs> the thing is, is we always cut out me being a dumbass, and we always leave in you being is a it dumbass. I'm, is it
1: because I'm the clown friend?
0: No, no, no. It's because usually when you are doing it, it's hard to cut it out.
2: And also, like, call and- Polly, usually when she doesn't know things, she just pauses a bunch, and she's, then she's like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you don't pause when you don't know things. So I never we always have to leave it in. <laughs> but okay. this time, we'll leave in me being a dumbass. Okay. People will know. The audience will know how it truly is. Well,
2: will come out.
1: anyway, essentially, an ice pick lobotomy is when they insert a long pick... Through your eye socket on the side of your eye that's near your nose. And they essentially sever the connection Mm -hmm. right down the middle. In your brain.
2: Can you fit something in by
1: the eye? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, totally. And what was more favorable about that one was that it was um, much less messy. Mm -hmm. uh, And easily concealable. Um, Quaker. Because you would obviously have a, a have pretty heavy holes. recovery period but and bruising in that area afterwards, but it wouldn't necessarily look like you had something stabbed through you. You would just have like a lot of bruising. Yeah. Um, however... That type I don't think was often used at this asylum. I believe oh. they were more traditional in this sense Okay, cause there were a lot of discussions of the drilling. Mm.
0: What I hate about all of lo- the lobotomies is, is that they didn't, um, like, knock people out for it. Yep. No. All yeah. Fully awake. Yeah. Yeah. For both of them, which and makes no me anesthetic. so... Uh-huh so mad mm-hmm. and also just well, like
1: viscerally uncomfortable. Drugged people, But that yeah. was like I mean,
2: they're just not just none of them are treated like, like people at all. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're not treated like real human beings. No, they're treated definitely like half not. at most.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: the woman in that article, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about their experiences later. Right now I'm just kind of covering the general situation. Um but she said that she didn't know that this was happening when she was a kid there mm-hmm. and then when she was older and she grew up and she started working there she was like I've never experienced anything like it she said it was so scary yeah. and that by the time she was working there they weren't really doing those procedures anymore but there were people who lived there that still had like remained that had had the procedure yeah. done and she said it was very haunting mm-hmm. oh, I imagine to and this was like not that long ago. Yeah, they're they're both still alive. These two people. Yeah, which is,
0: like,
1: yeah, it's insane. Um, Norway actually. And this sentence is like really weird because it's a quote from that article.
0: Oh, so it's like a translator. It's translated yeah.
1: super weird, but it makes sense. It's just kind of like backwards, and I but I didn't want to change it. I just was like, this is what they said. Norway had the world's second highest proportion of lobotomists in the population.
2: Okay, that's wild. So and like, yeah, like number of lobotomists compared to total population.
0: lobotomies. Oh, lobotomy. oh, lobotomies per like compared mm-hmm. to the total population. Mm-hmm. Oh, yikes. Okay. Um, oh, that's
2: even worse
1: yeah and lear was among the hospitals in norway that lobotomized the most the lobotomized the most people oh okay yeah okay Okay.
2: so it sounds like that was kind of their thing
1: (laughs) yeah they had a lot of things (laughs) so like
0: very very haunting there um
1: so i can imagine the like i just always think about like the zombiness.
2: yeah no seriously like like a ghost of a person
1: yeah kinda. yeah i mean essentially
0: at that point you're just like a shell of yourself mm-hmm. it's yeah. you're just you're just basic functions mm-hmm. in a body mm-hmm.
1: they also did um electroconvulsive therapy mm-hmm. okay ect uh which is for those who don't know essentially where electric stimulus mm. of unknown amounts is applied to the body to induce a generalized seizure. Um, According to Mm mentalhealthamerica.org, we don't know why this works. And it works? And we don't know what it does to the brain.
0: Oh, and they're just doing it.
1: Mm -hmm. No, this is like now. We We don't know why this works, and we don't know what it does to the brain. And... There are humane, actual like electroconvulsive therapies out there. Yeah. There are people who consent to do it. There are good things that come from it mm-hmm. this time period that was not happening yeah it wasn't there was no consent but i just want to clarify that there are good kinds of this yeah but i also want to emphasize that we don't know why this works and we don't know what it does to the brain
2: i mean to be fair there are a good number of things that like specifically for brains
1: it's so scary
2: that like we do not know why it helps yeah i mean a lot of
0: antidepressants are like
2: yeah like that's that's one i always talk about like SSRIs, we found out a few years ago, they don't do what we thought they did.
3: No, but they, they work. do work,
2: and we're very happy about yeah. that. But we're, and now we think it's for a different reason, and maybe we'll find out in a couple of years that's wrong too. Yeah, but like, I have heard of like CRT being like helpful in actually how you treat certain things.
1: Yeah,
2: but I do agree, like that distinction of not how they were doing it then,
3: though.
1: Yeah, according to that article in Mental Health America, it's not an article. It, like, according to Mental Health America. And the information they have on their website about ETC treatments. <laughs> um, apparently, hundred thousand people per year in the U.S. receive ET- ECT treatments.
0: Huh. Okay. Which,
1: which is a lot of people. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, I guess like with consent and with regulation. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> it's just that at this time period, no. neither of those things no. were probably no. happening.
1: Yeah. Uh, I believe, and her name is Urigmur said the screams were unprecedented. Yeah. Like, nothing yeah. she had ever ever heard and ever will hear again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I don't understand this one because it has to do with radioactivity. At- okay. But apparently there were some doctors at this hospital that were Experimenting with radioactive isotopes Mm -hmm. and how they affect patients when they're exposed to them. Okay. Specifically patients with schizophrenia. Okay. Um, And specifically with patients who either had schizophrenia before were diagnosed or were diagnosed after being exposed to radiation like mm-hmm. okay like chernobyl yeah. oh no, like, okay
2: there's uh do, do you plan on explaining isotopes a bit or do you want me do to you
1: know things about them yeah because i do not
2: Okay, so oh,
3: shit.
2: everything ever is made of atoms, right?
3: Yeah.
2: And atoms made are, are made of three things, electrons, protons, and neutrons. Mm-hmm. Since protons and electrons are the only ones that have charge, neutrons kind of don't matter, right? Like you could have more or less. There's just the number that you should have for that thing. Mm-hmm. An isotope is when you have more neutrons than you normally would have. Okay. And you're not going to believe this, but that thing has a tendency to shoot off those neutrons because they're not wanted there. And then it's slowly instability, revert, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it was just slowly revert back to that first one. Okay. I'm starting this, to remember And this is where you get like your half lives <laughs> and stuff. Where oh, like
1: okay.
2: for like I like I, I can't tell you the right numbers, I don't know how many fucking neutrons these things are supposed to have. Like let's say you had hydrogen. That was like um hydrogen's two. I got this, I got this. Hydrogen's one, excuse me, helium's two. I'm dumb. <laughs> okay. Hydrogen's one. And so hydrogen normally I think is a proton, electron, and a neutron. Mm-hmm. But if it had, like, two or three neutrons, you would call that hydrogen three. Oh, okay. Because it has three neutrons instead of one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then it would slowly decay to hydrogen one, which is just hydrogen, because it's not stable like that. The
0: half-life would be the amount of time it takes for to... It to...
2: For half of the atoms to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and,
1: H3 has a half-life of 12.32 years.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And so then... You're literally just exposing someone to radiation because that's what that is. Yeah, that is what chemical radiation is.
0: Because it's the neutrons. It's the neutrons being essentially like sloughed off.
2: Exactly, and just shot out into space, and yeah. they'll fuck with whatever they go through. Yeah, which is why I imagine they were just like, "Huh, this weird thing does well, just like mess with everything around it. What if we put a messed up brain quotation Near marks it. um next to it? Maybe it'll fix it." Cause you know what you do when you have a broken thing?
0: You put it next to something else that's kind of broken.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of like like a broken table, and then just putting it next to like a bandsaw, and being like, "This will help."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because you're just like,
0: <laughs>
1: these things go together.
2: <laughs> they both do wood things. I <laughs> mean,
1: might <laughs> as well. Um, thank right you for tool. explaining that because I it. I don't I don't know for words, sure. but um, yeah, the I I you know Chernobyl happened in I think it was 86 I have no idea 89 somewhere in late in the 80s 80s and then if you know Hiroshima yeah um in the 40s yeah right yeah um so a lot of that experimentation with radiation was happening during this time period and yeah. I it w- I believe it was more on the later half of the spicy time at this place which would be like until the 80s <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um that they were kind of getting into that kind of stuff so um they were trying to see if it did anything nothing really has come of that but they were trying to do something with it and they were okay. all i can get from it is just that people were being exposed to radiation and then they were also dealing with their mental health issues
2: i mean honestly it just sounds like torture under a different name
1: yeah Yeah. um and the
2: people are just tortured because they're different
1: yeah um also the usual amount of the expected unfortunately amount of gross negligence (laughs) that Mm -hmm. went on in the hospital in general oh yeah um many of the nurses actually came forward um, in the late 80s, citing lack of resources and staff um, and about the horrible conditions at the hospital, specifically with what they put the patients through and how a lot of the nurses didn't feel comfortable with it, but they just did it because they were doing what they were told. Yeah. Um, things oh, like fun long-term and forced isolation Oh. to the patients. Yeah, that's great for um, your mental health. <laughs> oh, yeah. Physical restraints for multiple days at a time like being physically restrained to a bed for multiple oh, days actually, at a time
2: i've actually heard about the history of solitary confinement recently and about how it was originally a religious thing yeah mm-hmm. because they thought spending time alone would bring you closer to god and therefore yeah. be better yep.
0: it's uh, part of the history of penitentiaries in the u.s yep mm-hmm.
1: that would be a really good episode yeah <laughs> but I'm,
2: I'm just thinking about how like i wonder if, like mm-hmm. i bet that was part of it like,
1: i'm the... sure i mean all of that i think is rooted yeah um,
2: I was also just gonna say real quick that I think it's funny of like maybe they were better working better off working on
1: farms, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a fair point thats um, maybe it was better
2: before they built hospitals <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> maybe
1: um at least they had like an indoor place to sleep, yeah, though, this is true. And true like they were like provided like food.
2: I want to be clear that that's mostly know. a joke because I, like, I understand I, though I, because, I understand. Like,
0: because at least they weren't getting lobotomies there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like we'd hope that they just get actual help. Yeah, yeah. But
1: my uh my last example of gross negligence is that a lot of nurses report that um they would drug people with unknown medicines often that would make them sleep for like 12 days at a time. 12 Holy days? Holy shit. Induced That's an induced coma. That's not sleeping. Mm -hmm. That's... Yeah. So they would induce comas instead of dealing with a patient's outbursts. Om.
0: Om.
2: And that's, of course, something you're going to deal with a lot
1: especially if you're not treating them also very well. unknown <laughs> medications and also if you're putting them on lsd and you're making them trip balls and yeah, then no they start they're gonna... freaking out yeah so yeah. you strap them to a bed and you induce a coma
2: and also just think about like... with
1: unknown medications that you oh, don't yeah. know how they interact with the medications that they're current. well the nurses said they didn't know what what it was well <laughs> does anyone know what it is? who fucking knows
2: <laughs> nope because i mean where would it have been tested Right (laughs) here, right now, apparently. Yeah. Um, Also, just I was thinking about the like being tripping and being scared and then someone strapping you down so you can't move and not understanding what's going on either. Okay, anyways.
1: That literally reminds me of when I woke up when I got my wisdom teeth out the first time I'd ever gone under general anesthesia. I woke up a little bit like early from my anesthetic um, and there was no nurse in the room with me. Which is not allowed. Yeah. (laughs) And I was still, my arms were still strapped to the thing because, like, that's what they do so that you don't, like, roll around (laughs) when you're in surgery. And um, I thought that I was paralyzed because I was on drugs. And I didn't know where I, like, I didn't know what was going on. And I was, like, kind of in and out. But I just started crying for, like, three straight hours because I was, like, Mm. I thought my body... (laughs) I thought my body was broken, but I just... But was your like arms were just strapped down. Drugs and I was yeah. strapped to a bed alone <laughs> in a room. So fucked That's up. That's terrifying. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about the positive stuff. Oh, okay. Oh. Because, to be honest, I don't have any spooky, like, stories to tell. Oh, there it wasn't haunted? People well, I mean, say there are negative energies. Okay. I, mean, I feel like
2: if, a, if that kind of shit's going on in a place, I can see why people would think it's haunted.
1: Yeah. I wanted I'm not gonna end it yet I have a bunch of other things to say okay um but I wanted to say that I don't want to give this place like such a negative rap because it was on this fucking haunted places list and I don't think it's fucking haunted I think it has bad vibes
3: yeah Yeah. which could be haunted
1: you know whatever haunted means to you but there weren't like as far as I found no like specific ghost story oh okay they're like, just a lot of fucked up shit, yeah. essentially.
2: Like, it just sounds like there's a lot of human abuse there. Yeah. Not necessarily anything supernatural.
1: But I also wanted to highlight that there was, like, people there that yeah. were people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and yeah. so I want to talk about these that those two people in that article. Okay. For, yeah. like, the rest of this. Okay. And, like, what they experienced when they were there. And it's a bummer. Okay, y'all? I'm ready. I'm in. Mean, it's figure. a bummer. I don't think anything so far has been not a bummer. But... <laughs> I don't necessarily think it was haunted. I think that people have gone there and there are a lot of blogs out there of people who've like gone there and they took photos and it's really yeah. cool and it it is fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it has very bad vibes. Yeah. But there was nothing specific, so... I
0: think it's haunting and maybe not haunted.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And instead, let's talk about the real people who dealt with the real horrors of that place. I'm ready. Which were the carers. And these two carers kindly spoke with this this journalist and... It's such an amazing article. Um, and again, it's called Hole in Lear's Head. Which I think is really smart, because lobotomies. Because lobotomy, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Um. But, it centers itself around two people. Um, I am gonna butcher their names, but it's Rigmer and Kiel Richardson. Okay. Um, I'm gonna call them Rigmir and Kiel. Okay. For the rest of this. Um, they both worked there. Uh, Rigmir is the woman who grew up there as from a child. Her family was like, had a very deeply rooted position kind of in the owners of the place. Um, at one point, essentially. Uh, Kiel, the man was a carer for 32 years there Oh wow. which is like a really long time yeah <laughs> um, when asked to discuss the experience Richardson the quote in the article is I almost start to cry when I think about what we did at Lear Hospital yeah that's like the first thing he said on the phone to the journalist I mean, I mean. yeah given what you've said that makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah So in 1964, Richardson was just 22 years old when he was placed in the troubled men's department of the hospital. Okay.
2: That sounds like a great place to be.
1: He had no education in medical care. Oh. At all. Okay. He was fresh from the military. So they were, like, just hiring anyone. Yes. Uh, He was simply handed a uniform, of a white lab coat and dra- gray trousers mm-hmm. um, and he was expected to do care for 37 patients with his two other co-workers That's... and also to clean the entire wing as well. That's a lot of patients for yeah. two people. Yes. Three. Three no two people Three people, him, him and his 2, and his two coworkers. co-workers oh, yeah okay sorry but, but still. holly was like gonna die on that hill <laughs>
2: <laughs> but still that's nine people per yeah. person
1: yeah that's, that's and lo- cleaning all of everything seriously yeah. and i literally had a single tear come out of my eye at this one part because i laughed and cried a little because this is an article in norway right and so they said like that's like three people to 37 right and they were like nowadays it's one to one and i was like oh it's not like that in the u.s oh, oh it's not like that no, in the no
0: it's one to one there now yeah
1: that's I what mean, it said in that article i <laughs> oh mean my gosh.
2: like with your scandinavian healthcare. It tends to be a lot more like
1: that, though. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I don't know if that's actually accurate, but that's what this article said, and I was fucking shook. I literally, like, put my mouse... Like, I pushed my mouse away, and I was like, no, I can't do this right now.
2: I mean, it's no big secret that literally anywhere in Europe is better than the U.S. for healthcare. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Um, I mean...
2: Not everywhere. Not even, well,
0: No, even when I went to the hospital in Hungary, it was, like, way better than what we have here. I got in... I got in and like, because I got a spring stuck in my finger, no it was a pen spring, and it wrapped around my finger bone, and Holly, I was done want- um, but I like went to the hospital there for it, Ew. and they got me in in like ten minutes, and they got it out of my finger, and did it, you get to keep it no, i no, I didn't want it, but
3: um, what's wrong with you
0: it, it's just a pen spring i don't I don't it need was it inside of you, it's fine, um I've kept it, and they like. It, it the entire thing took like less than half an hour. We went to go pay the bill for it and they were like you get a discount because you're a child. It's free. <laughs> they they literally were like my mom was like what do we owe you and they were like confused. They were like it's free, she's a child. It doesn't matter. And <laughs> I got I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I got to
1: go. Um Yeah. That's fucked up. Sorry. Wow. Just I'm just in a weird place mentally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, 3 to 37. His patients were um, categorized as patients with psychosis, OCD, paranoia, schizophrenia, and other unknown mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Three people to 37. That's and, and that was also including they were, like, the janitorial staff as well.
2: Uh-huh. That's a lot. What, you said 37?
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What did you think I said? I thought you said 27, which is why I said
2: nine people per person. Oh. That's more than nine people per person. (laughs)
1: Um, He regularly administered psychedelic drugs to patients. Remember, he does not have any experience in medical care. He has no idea Um, what he's doing. And these would cause them to fall into a, quote, deep sleep, Mm. often lasting for days on end. He says many of the patients were confined to their beds almost constantly. If they even had a bed. Oh, wait. Because if they were in isolation, they had nothing.
2: They had no bed? They
1: didn't give them a bed when they were in isolation? They can't lie down? Empty room. That. Straight jacket, empty room. Straight. Uh, Maybe not straight jacket all the time, but but, that was an option as well. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, no. Sometimes I think about how if it were, like, many years ago, um, not that many years ago, but some many years ago, uh, with like my anxiety and depression and PTSD, I think I'd be put in an asylum. Oh
1: yeah, I, th- I would have been sticky I, socks for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, sticky socks.
0: Yeah, I the the grippy grippy socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, and being a woman. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah, oh yeah. I mean, what am I even talking about? I'm a lesbian. Oh yeah, I guess I'm ace. They would have so. been like. I, I
0: mean, think I could have gotten away with it. You could it. have gotten away with it yeah. pretty
1: easily. Like for a little while. But then there, there it would have come to a point where things would have gotten dicey. Yeah. Oh See, man.
2: Meanwhile, me and not white.
1: Yeah. True. Mental and health. So aside, gender I, over I'll, there, by the way. Oh thank you. <laughs> um
2: I I'd have been fucked already for yeah. a lot of reasons.
0: It would have been it would have been a no go for you from the start. Mm. Oh,
1: no.
2: I don't think I would have made it to the asylum. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at my notes, it's actually funny that I mentioned the isolation rooms because that's my next point was oh, no. he, that he said, he reported that some people were placed in isolation rooms where they didn't have windows, bathrooms, or beds. Um, and this was... Need I, need I remind you? Because, you know, why not get more sad? This was, like, you know, done to patients who... Had been living there. Potentially already been lobotomized. Hmm. Lovely. Just shove them in a room. Don't have to worry about it anymore.
2: If there's no bathroom. Yeah. Do they just shit on the floor? And this is supposed to make them feel better. How?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I mean, they might have had like a chamber pot or something, but, you know. Like, still.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is. Yeah. That's not Okay
1: uh he reports that he ended up utilizing all of his self defense training from the military to keep himself safe in the ward because yeah. there were three of them and thirty seven patient yeah. men, men men in there that mm-hmm. they were supposed to be s- subduing essentially no, especially if they're tripping dangerous. balls, sorry, I keep bringing it up yeah- mm-hmm. but if you're tripping yeah sorry. also
0: like generally if you have even without any sort of mental illness or like psychosis of any sort, being held in an area where you feel threatened, which like this environment clearly speaks to me as somewhere where I'd feel threatened. Same. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be like behaving in a way that is, of course not. That oh, yeah. that like is normal. Yeah. And I would try and leave. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. Of course there are going to be patients who are, like, unruly. You're keeping them locked up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... Yeah.
2: And, like, I'd imagine many, multiple people would be unruly at a time. Yeah. And so doing one full-grown man...
1: Is a lot of... Yeah. Takes at least two people. Yeah. If
2: you're doing a great job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he talks a lot about how he said they were just doing what they had to do in order to maintain some level of control.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because otherwise it would have been madness in there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like the the shame that he felt about like strapping the belts on. Yeah. He said that um and I love the way it's translated where he said something along the lines of like I it, like felt like I was choking every time I would like lock them up. And then he said um that the relief wouldn't come until after the chains were removed. Yeah. Or the I mean buckles. There's one
0: part of yeah. me that like wants to feel bad for him, but there's but also, also the majority part of me that's like Leave. <laughs> well that's Go like do else. something different yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. Like But fact, I just don't know like what help. the options are. No, you know? like I, I am sympathetic to the fact that yeah. like when you're in those positions where you don't have authority over the decisions being made, sometimes you do things that you normally wouldn't do Mm -hmm. and that you don't want to do. Because, Mm -hmm. like, I've been in situations where, like, where it's, like, an abuse of authority. And you have to, you kind of feel feel like you have to do things even Mm -hmm. though you have other options. Like, I get that. But I also am, like, that's still no, like, I, I feel bad that he like had to had to have that experience, but I also am don't. like you should feel bad for what you did to yeah, those people. Yeah, and I think he does. Yeah. And I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. good, you, you good, you should feel bad. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: That. yeah. But this is also a podcast where we don't believe in forgiveness. True. Yeah, and that's true. If you have true. a problem with that, <laughs> then you shouldn't listen. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> so sorry. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but you don't have to listen to the podcast if you don't want to.
2: <laughs> don't tell them that.
0: I
1: like how we're, like, alienating our three <laughs> followers. <laughs> I just think it's funny when people, like, go, like, leave hate reviews on podcasts. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like why do you listen, listen to it? Yeah. Like, don't why? Understand.
0: Why do you continue to listen to it if you don't like it? It's because like... they love being
1: angry. <laughs> yeah. Because, same. But... Um, Rigmor actually had a kind of a different experience. I mentioned that she, like, grew up there. Yeah. Um, she shares a story about Oswald, who was a patient with schizophrenia who acted as her babysitter. Oh, okay. When her family wasn't around. Oh, Okay. Okay. No, not in a problematic way. No, Sorry.
2: no, no, I, oh, I understood now, because I was yeah. like, he babysits her? What? And then I was like, the child, the child, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um. The adult. <laughs> she, she, she she called him tall, powerful, and toothless. Amazing. <laughs> and she said oh. that, um, he, like, worked at the, like, little farm that mm-hmm. they yeah. had there. I guess he was, like, very functional, and I
3: don't know, like,
1: it. whatever treatments that they were doing potentially were working for him. And he was, like, had rapport with the people there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but she told stories about, like, playing racquetball with him in, like, the yards. And yeah. she said one time he would, like, take her on, like, horse and cart rides. And one time she, like, fell off a horse and he, like was so worried about her he like carried her running back to the Aww. like place and yeah. was like oh no she's okay you know like freaking yeah. out it's like i just thought that was like nice because like there were good things happening here yeah
0: like there yeah. were people who were being helped which is also even why though like, why is it on the haunted list yeah
1: there were also the fucked up stuff happening yeah because yeah.
0: yeah. of the people being strapped down but for history 12 days be like
1: <laughs> But history be like depressing as fuck yeah Um, She wasn't aware of any of the inhumane treatment as a child, which is a good thing. That makes sense. Um, But when she started working there as an adult, she was like, oh, why does it constantly smell of feces Hmm. here? Um, She remembers seeing patients being dragged to their rooms specifically for ECT when she mm-hmm. was working there, mm-hmm. the electroshock therapies. Um, especially, she quoted, like, when they would, quote, act out, they would be sent to these.
0: So it's essentially punishment, not therapy. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's where I'm like, Whoa. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm.
1: Um, and then she also cites, there were maybe two employees on a whole wing. Then it goes without saying, what, what do you do? And you accept things more gradually, which she's looking back this on a reflective thing. And I, I, I agree with Holly that it's like, do something about it. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But it's also like, uh, I don't know. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't even necessarily think, like, I think that it's understandable that they didn't do something because they weren't in positions of power. Yeah,
2: Like they couldn't.
0: Yeah. But I also am like. That doesn't absolve you of responsibility. No. And
1: and she, in the article, says some about that, about yeah. how she's like, I just don't, like, she's paying for it. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Know? But, like, that's hard. Um, but she said, like, at the end of the article, she was like, I'm glad they're demolishing it.
0: yeah Yeah. I would be too
1: and I was like good and the pictures were like the two of them old like standing on the rubble which was really cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you know Yeah. uh, Yeah. there were a total of 12 buildings on campus at its height Um, like I said with the intention of treating 600 plus patients Uh, four buildings were closed in 85 due to Either a book being published exposing them, mm-hmm. or for what the reason that they said it was, which was that they didn't need all the beds because they di- weren't housing that many people in the facility. I have a feeling it was, seems about like it was the exposure the, yeah. thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, more were closed throughout the 90s, and demand for the place was dwindling. Um, probably because of its very terrible reputation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Popping up to 2011, oh, three buildings were still in operation at the time, mainly housing just like geriatric psychi- like psychiatry patients, like just mm-hmm. old people with like dementia like, most mostly. Yeah. Um in 2017, two more buildings were demolished and the remaining buildings are um standing, like, empty, dilapidated, um, also trespassed on heavily, yeah. um, but they're left sort of as historic yeah. related monuments, I guess, um, yeah. but they're planning on building housing Okay. there, like, they're going to re-utilize the land. Like, the where, the areas that they've been demolishing in, like, the 2010s, mm-hmm. they're building, like, apartments there. Okay. <laughs> Which, if it is haunted, we'll know then. That's true. true. <laughs> 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 um, there was a mortuary there, don't forget. Oh <laughs> Where also, do you think they were fucking burying these people? Yeah.
2: Also, who knows? Maybe they just, like, were burying tons of the isotopes out back, you know?
1: oh god that's true where the fuck were they putting (laughs) where's that That radiation (laughs) yeah um i mean i can understand why it would be in a haunted list because it looks well amazingly haunted just
0: the history in it is like enough for anyone to be like yeah that place is probably haunted
2: it also just looks like the asylum
0: yeah it does it looks like a classic asylum yeah Mm
2: -hmm
3: the like I
1: hospital
0: trespass, blue yeah. color yeah blue. yeah i mean this
1: picture especially i love
0: i can imagine mm-hmm. that even like knowing any of the history and scenario. then walking through that area would just feel like so haunting and heavy and like Yeah, i, I wouldn't be surprised no, if it was no, not at all i yeah. wouldn't
1: either i wouldn't either but i I was just shocked to not find anything. Yeah,
0: like, because, no story. Because, like, of, yeah. I yeah.
1: was doing all this historical research, and then I was like, where's the fucking ghost story?
0: Yeah. Where's mm-hmm. the haunting?
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right. All right. Yeah. Then, I guess, I mean, I guess you guys are just getting a very comprehensive history of this fucked up asylum. Yeah. I hope that's <laughs> fun for you. It was depressing for me to tell, but yeah. okay. It's,
2: I mean. Well, now we all know.
1: Now, now everyone was subjected to We it. all just start crying. Now we all know.
0: <laughs> Both of ours over like this week and last week were just so... Uh... Go back to cryptids next week. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, is um, one of my other topics that I was considering for last week mm-hmm. um, was...
2: Um, a cryptid?
0: No, was actually one that I want to do a ton of research on um but it was about forced sterilization. So we were about to be like yeah. double into That's like
1: yeah. when I was going to cover the orphanage that got like demolished and a bunch of children died right after I had done the kidnapping yeah. of 26 children and I was like maybe not. Maybe take a break. <laughs> maybe not yeah. today.
0: Yeah. That was um uh, a very good comprehensive history and also I like that I like that even though there aren't any haunting stories like specifically about mm-hmm. this place that it's very clearly like a haunting place and yeah. mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it were haunted. Right. It's and not about
1: the paranormal no. it's about the It's psychological a, honestly. Yeah. yeah
0: it's about the lingering history that's in that mm-hmm. space. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Everything has energy. Everything has life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that energy is dark. Dark. <laughs> dark.
2: Is it cabinet time?
1: It's cabinet time.
0: Excellent. Well, actually, oh yeah, it is cabinet time. Were you gonna do our closer? No, no, no. I was gonna just. I was just gonna tell people to rate, review, and subscribe.
3: Oh, okay. Um, Which is part of that's the closer. The closer right? yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, yes, cabinet time. What are
1: you putting in your cabinet, <sighs> bro? You know, I gotta the crank for lobotomies. Oh, lobotomy crank. because it. okay. it's a dr- like a hand drill. Yeah, it wasn't a oh. mechanic. I mean, oh. this is the forties, fifties. No,
2: I just never didn't connect that when we were talking. Yeah, it's a hand it, yeah. drill, a yeah. hand
0: cranked drill for your skull, a lobotomy drill.
1: <laughs> yeah. I gotta. I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. My yeah. hands are tied.
0: My, my brain of is lobotomy.
1: Speaking of hands
0: being tied. Are you going to steal mine? Um, <laughs> my cabinet item is going to be like a single wrist restraint from one Just of the beds. Just one? Yeah. Oh,
1: from actually,
2: one
0: of
1: the beds.
2: I wanted to do part of a straight jacket. Just part? Yeah. So it's like, it, like maybe you'd... Kind of to look like someone had broken out. Oh, of it. you've
1: escaped. Oh, who do you need it?
2: Which maybe would symbolize the fact that the place has mostly been demolished, too. Nice.
1: Mm, oh, Nikon's nice. getting symbolic. Okay, right. Nikon. Okay, math like major it. over there.
2: I have what? a lot of cabinet space to make up you for. Do. So I need to make <laughs> like these it. things very meaningful. So
1: poetic. <laughs> no, no, me.
2: And then he will slay his father, but, anyways. Um, okay. <laughs> um, um, um,
1: thank you, Nikon, for producing no uh, problem also what uh rate wherever you subscribe send us emails <laughs> do we do that before or after? yeah we do oh. it before yeah <laughs> you can also find us on instagram for creepy pictures of the lear asylum or the lear, lear psych house mm-hmm. um at the macabre cast pod yes. send on us instagram yes
2: you can also email us <laughs> the macabre cast pod at mess. gmail.com we're starving honestly it's okay. I, I can close this out. I know all this shit at this
0: point. <laughs> Do it, Nikon. Take um, us away.
2: <laughs> so that's where you can contact us. You can email us if you have any questions or just want to talk. Or apparently if you want a link to any of our number of sources.
0: Yeah. It's new now.
2: <laughs> um, but yes, please email us. It has not been active outside of one meme. Yes. Um, and... The
0: macabcast pod at gmail.com. Already, I just said that. Oh, That's
2: why Oops. we that's why it'd be emailed. Sorry. It's okay. Um and then
1: it's Holly's like, it's part. Yeah. It's just it, it's the end. Yeah. Oh, we do thank yous.
2: Yeah. And we'd, I just also do like thank th- yous? we'd also like to we'd also like to thank me. Mm-hmm. Um oh, Thank okay. me. <laughs> oh Yo, so you're excited. welcome, me. Um <laughs> for producing. <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank Trainer. Um, for the intro and outro Home music. you've
1: never met.
2: Oh yeah, no, never met this man.
0: <laughs> Soon maybe. This man's.
2: <laughs> um, and we, I want to thank Lachlan again because I stole the show and so it may as well. All right. Um, <laughs> and that's all we have for you.
0: And what's in your cabinet? Good night.